morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this 21st day of November 2019. God, Big J, this month is almost over already. I know, man. It's flying by. Life tends to do that sometimes. My name is Nick alongside uh, Big J, as we have been for the last decade plus. We are ready to do a Thursday show for you. Hopefully you are prepared to receive it. Anything special happened last night, Big J? No, what's there supposed to be? I kind of thought that you were, uh, you brought in your, your drill, so I appreciate it. Was there a lot yeah, of Yeah, go to town, pal. <laughs> yeah, no, you do not want that, trust me on that. Uh, but uh, it's all charged up, ready to go. You excited? Yeah. To do like uh, like some uh, interior decorating in the studio? Yeah, I can't wait. Do you have any, you don't have any plans, do you? Uh, look what I'm asking. You don't have a, like a strategy or anything like that, right? I mean, you know, no, I, I don't have a like a ten point strategy plan to put up these pictures. Do you have My a apologies. do you have like a, a vision board of something like you you see? No, the way I, it looks? you tell me where you want something and I'll put it up. No, like I said, I, I, this is not my forte. I don't know. I don't have the only thing that I can recommend to you is where the eight by tens should go. The rest I'm leaving up to you. Yeah, Tyler. I'm not even putting up eight by tens. So I get up there. Uh, <laughs> but wait, it's got to look good. We gotta wait for the boss to come in, and I don't know. I still don't understand. Are we pointing things out? Am I supposed to put it up and then he decides and then I have to move it? Cause I, that ain't working. No, I, I think what what the idea is, you, you know how like you you kind of put things where they're supposed to go. Like now they're like leaning up against places. I think ideally you take everything down and you lean them up as to where you would like them to go on the wall, so that he has an idea of where the stuff is going to be laid out. Make sense? I mean, yeah, yeah. Part okay. of it too is like, hey, look, listen, there's no more naked pictures in here. We're good. Yeah, yeah, only a couple of swear words and only Where? zero. Well, there's one on the Rise Against poster and there's one on, oh. the, on the whole uh, autographed poster. I mean, considering, I mean, we've come a whole world to where we were before, so I yeah. don't... <laughs> there were uh, there were porn stars and nobody was naked, right? Yeah, well, close enough. Yeah. There were a couple in here that were, were close enough. <laughs> that when times when ladies would come in here, we're like, it was like that's bad form. It was uncomfortable. And, and for the record, neither of us put those up, is that correct? Uh, I can't, I can't say that for certain. Oh, really? You, you did? Probably. I know, I know you had, I think it's still over here. You showed me, like, the gauge autograph picture that you have. I don't know where that is. Uh, well, I think it's in the cabinets over here, but that's where she's, like, fully nude. But there's, like, there the, the ladies that were hanging on the wall had some clothing on. Those were some good years. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. I don't know. It seemed very uncomfortable. I can't imagine you ever now. being uncomfortable. Or comfortable with that. Like, we, it, when we had gals no, in here changing, a, it was weird. Yeah, but that's when we had grown up. <laughs> oh, this is the immature Jay? Yeah. That was very comfortable with uh, naked porn stars in the Yeah. Studio? Got it, got it. Uh, today on the show, there will be no naked porn stars. Ah, uh, simply, <laughs> Simply Big J doing a nerd alert. One of your last chances at the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. And also some tickets to Ministry and Phil Anselmo on the way. It's the news. It's the news. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Dave Veter is the Boise mayor for now. He got a runoff election in about two weeks. We'll see how that works out. But yesterday he said that he is not going to recommend creating new policies to regulate short-term rentals in the city of Boise. We talked about this a couple weeks ago about how there was some serious concerns about how high the amount of Airbnbs were in the city of Boise and the fact that there were a lot of people that uh, a lot of people thought 
were going into the city of Boise and buying up properties specifically for short-term rentals. They weren't living there. They weren't looking to better the neighborhood. They were looking to turn it into a money-making experience and just turn them into rental properties. And that was making people happy or unhappy. And so uh, they were talking about putting some regulations on them where you had to file for permits if you wanted to turn your house into an Airbnb or anything like that to try to prevent short-term rentals from being a, I guess, a too much of a commodity in Boise. But uh, he has reversed his position on that. He said that talking to a lot of voters and community leaders over the last couple weeks made him decide that, you know what, it probably wasn't the best idea possible. And that uh, whatever kind of regulations he put on the short-term rentals, there was no way there was going to make everybody happy on it. And he's like, well, then let's just let the, uh, you know, the whole capitalist system take care of itself. Supply and demand, right, Big J? Yeah. And see what happens. Of course, uh, his opponent in the upcoming mayoral runoff said that, you know, she had been opposed to the uh, short-term rentals, and she said that she hopes it was, you know, Mayor Peter actually listening to voters and not trying to do something strategically, politically a couple weeks before the runoff to try to save some face. Who knows? I don't know what the motivation behind it is. All I know is there used to be an idea for maybe, just maybe, having some regulations. Now, no, not going to happen. So, Airbnb it up, Boise residents. There will be no permits yeah. to stop you. Buy property you were legally able to buy. And then do with it what you want. Crazy. Seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson announced yesterday he is retiring after the 2020 season. He's 44 years old, winningest driver of the era. Posted in a video to social media that next season will be his final one, and he's going to try to win his record eighth cup title. He's been racing for 18 years, and the sport's been pretty good to him, and that's what he said too. So Jimmy Johnson going to do a victory lap, as it were. Uh, next year for the NASCAR. Got ourselves a football game tonight. Colts at the Houston Texans on Fox for Thursday night football. This is a fairly important game for the uh, AFC South division as these two teams are battling it out for the right to... There's probably only going to be one of them going to the playoffs, so they're going to have to win their division if they want to go. Should be a pretty good game, all things considered. If you watched Vikings on the History Channel, they will continue to storm Netflix. The mega streamer has ordered Vikings... Valhalla, a sequel to the hit series that is heading into its sixth and final season on the History Channel. Deadline reports that 24 episodes have already been ordered from the show's creator, Michael Hurst, who created the Vikings show for history. MGM Television is going to help co-produce. And so if you've watched Vikings, you're going to have more of it to deal with. I have never watched an episode. Do you? Uh, yeah, I've watched, uh, I watched a good portion of the first season. Not enough to keep you watching, huh? Yeah, and it's just you know kind of repeat the whole process of, of stuff. So it didn't it didn't catch me. But we had uh, the star on on the morning after, and so uh, that's why I started watching it. Catherine Winnick. Yeah, yeah, and she was great. She was great. Yeah, yeah, that was back in like season one. We had her on, right? <laughs> right. Man, alive. So you can check out more of that on Netflix. It's obviously going to take a while before it gets there, but just know there's more coming. Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Well, Nick, you PlayStation people have MLB The Show, Nick. The rest of us have RBI Baseball. Uh, the classic game made a comeback a few years ago. Major League Baseball's official game and the only Major League Baseball game for Xbox One returns next year with RBI Baseball 20. Uh, with developers promising a makeover and its hitting and pitching systems, plus an update to ball physics and uh, fielder AI, Nick, and uh, a launch date 
Has not been given, though. Typically, the game comes out in March. RBI Baseball 20 will be released on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Android, and iOS mobile devices. Maybe you're familiar with this guy, Christian Yelich? Yeah, I am familiar with yeah, him. Yeah, the Milwaukee Brewers, the 2018 National League MVP, is the game's cover star. Although the $29.99 game is more frequently bought online, MLB used today's announcement, or yesterday's announcement, to tout the Brewers' new uniforms, which celebrates the franchise's 50th anniversary in Milwaukee of the classic design and the ball and glove MB logo made famous by the 1982 American League champions. It is the best logo in sports. That is an unbiased opinion. Uh, I would love it if I were not from Milwaukee, but the glove and ball logo is the best logo in sports ever. I'm so happy that it's part of their permanent uniform. Uh, And that being said, uh, they're changing everything. So was the first RBI baseball not very good? No, I mean, well, you know, RBI Baseball is going way back classic right, uh, that's like Nintendo it, game. Right. And so uh, I think they just wanted to catch up. You know, really, it was like fans had kind of demanded, hey, we need another game, you know, to play baseball. And if you recall, I think uh, Pete... Uh, sports with Pete. Pete was was a big fan of that. Loved and it. Um, it was just kind of basic. And so I think now they're like, hey, there's a market for this. We should probably put a little more um, action into this game. Yeah, I was just fiddling around with the uh, the show 2019 because it was a free download for PS Plus last month. And so uh, I was just, I mean, and to the, the, that particular studio's credit, I can't remember which one does it, but I mean, they haven't changed anything for the last five years. I haven't played a show game in probably four years and they picked up right where I left off. So. Look at you go. Yeah, baby. Uh, so there, there's news there. Uh, Google Earth, Nick, introduced creation tools yesterday that will allow users to produce narrative op projects. Use, users can map out locations around the globe, and Google Earth will present them as an immersive story by jumping viewers from one place to another. Users can annotate each location with their own text, images, and videos, or draw lines and shapes or maps to indicate the paths and highlight areas. A built-in integration with Google Drive allows those with a collaborative spirit to co-author and share projects with others, or Maybe, you know, you could create yourself one hell of a um, scavenger hunt. Is that the idea behind this all? Uh, I mean, there. Are, I think there are some other more business applications for this. But, yeah, I think as an individual, you could put together, you could have a lot of fun with uh, creating scavenger hunts and uh, doing some cool stuff. So uh, that is uh, something available to people now. And PayPal announced that it has agreed to acquire Honey Science Corporation, the makers of deal-finding browser add-on and mobile application for $4 billion. Mostly in cash. Uh, boy, I'd like to be there for that uh, changeover, right? <laughs> the acquisition, which is PayPal's largest to date, will give the payments uh, giant a foothold earlier in the consumer's shopping journey instead of only competing on the checkout page against credit cards or, or uh, Apple Pay, for example. PayPal will leap ahead to become a part of the real deal discovery process as well. And currently, Honey, 17 million monthly active users take advantage of its uh, suite of money-saving tools to track prices, get alert alerts, make lists, browse offers, and participate in ebates uh, like rewards programs called Honey Gold. And its users tend to be younger, millennial shoppers, both male and female, though I use it um, to uh, to track deals, so it's pretty oh, cool. I've never even heard of it. Is it like, like a, is it like, a, what am I, compare it to something that I might know it to. Uh, I don't know if there's anything to compare it to. It's something you put in your browser as, a, as an extension add-on, and so when you go to any site, uh, for example, even Amazon, it will, uh, and you click on it, when you selected something, Thing, it will show you if this is the lowest price that this item has been at or okay. if it uh, goes up and down. And it's a great way to see if a trend, if it's something keeps going down, you might wait a little longer to buy something. It's a pretty handy tool to use. It sounds pretty cool. 
There you uh, go. I had no idea it existed, and let alone was worth $4 billion, though, so congratulations. <laughs> exactly. There is your nerd alert. Morning After with Nick and Big J. On the way, important stuff. We're going to go to hell, too. with Nick and Big J. Big J, I need you to be honest for the first time in a long time. <laughs> okay. When was the last time you cleaned out your refrigerator at your house? At the house? At the um, house. Like a total cleanage? Yeah. Like you went through everything and was like, okay, I need to clean the shelves. I also need to throw out the food that is expired. I need to see what's good, what's bad, everything else. Uh, 1982. A young BJ uh, was forced to do Throwing this? the stuff away, I mean, that happens on a regular basis, but, you know, cleaning the shelves, that's probably, you know, once every couple months. So when like you that. throw stuff away that has expired or leftovers that maybe you haven't eaten, do you find that it's a lot or a little? It's not as, it's not, it's not a lot. Depends. It depends on the week, but it's usually not that much. A poll of about 20,000 American shows on average, we think we spend about $82 per week on food and drink. And then when we go through our refrigerators, we end up throwing away about $16 worth of that stuff after it goes bad. This despite the fact that 20% of people say they're happy consuming an item that has passed its use-by date. That seems dangerous to me. About 17% say they'll risk eating something past its due date so that it doesn't go to waste. Researchers estimate each American throws out about $1,000 of out-of-date food and drink each year due to inadequate packaging or storaging. But we could cut back on the waste if consumers were better educated and food had better packaging. So this is their way of kind of going, hey, listen, there's stuff that we have that's way more sustainable than we are actually giving it credit for. Let's make sure we're doing this stuff the right way and teaching people how to pack it away. They're not, you know, people used to bury meat, Big J, you understand? <laughs> Just covered in salt and bury Yeah. And so that's, jerky. <laughs> that's how it all went down. And so now we have an opportunity to throw away, you know, milk after a week and a half. So think about it, store stuff better, and maybe you won't be wasting as much money. Yeah, don't let your cottage cheese go to waste. Uh, Put that on your salad. That's right. And by the way, for the record, I got a lot of support with the uh, the cottage cheese salad stuff yesterday. I did not know this, but cottage cheese originally made as a salad topping. What do you think about that? bunch of weirdos you guys start a group <laughs> well and then i and then i was like really i guess i'm not that weird and so i, I actually googled it and there's a ton of uh, cottage cheese salad recipes so i feel vindicated how dare you shame me for enjoying something that is much much more normal than i thought I, i'm just like but you but you refuse to try ranch well ranch you, no you, i don't refuse to try ranch ranch the smell puts me off and i find it disgusting it's not that i refuse well, to try it i think it smells and a tastes lot of people gross. find mixing cottage cheese with other dressings <laughs> disgusting I, I i listen i again i understand that you don't like that i'm just saying it's not not nearly as weird as you made me feel it was yesterday and I felt you should still continue it. to feel weird. No, nope, I have no shame about it. I am proud and happy of my cottage cheese on myself. Seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson says he is done racing after the next season. He is going to hang it up at least as a regular driver on the circuit. He may pop by once or twice for a special ride or two. He's 44 years old, so he's got plenty of racing left in him. He just doesn't want to do it anymore. He hasn't really done a whole lot in the last couple of years. I'm kind of out of the NASCAR loop, but of course I, you know, whenever NASCAR news pops up, I instantly talk to my stepfather and was like, what do you think about Jimmy Johnson? And he's like, he's retiring four years too late. <laughs> like, Alright, man. Because uh, uh, Tim was a big believer that the reason why Jimmy Johnson was so successful was his crew chief was very good and they had a falling out a couple years ago the crew chief left to another squad who's become very successful and guess who's kind so of that guy is really good at cheating they, well, yeah they did get caught cheating a couple times but uh the crew chief has been doing a, a pretty good job and jimmy johnson has not in the last couple of years 
Colts and the Texans tonight on Thursday Night Football. If you would like to watch it, it will be on Fox. And when was the last time you sat down and watched Goodwill Hunting, Big J? <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you ever? Well, yeah. Okay, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's not been, really in your it's wheelhouse. It's been more than a decade. Let's put it that way. Uh, it's a fantastic film written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And, uh, and Matt Damon was talking a little bit about you know Ford v. Ferrari. He was doing the press circuit. And they were somebody asked him what's the movie that his kids won't watch that he's in, and they said he you know he's tried to sit him down and watch have them watch Goodwill Hunting because that's the movie you know Daddy won an Oscar for, and he's like it's a total resistance <laughs> the kids just refuse to watch Goodwill Hunting he's like hey, there's too much talking there's too much other stuff going on maybe Dad looks too young I don't know but for whatever reason uh, the kids will not watch the only film that he has won an Oscar for so. Uh, you're not the only one who can't make your kids sit down and listen to you, everybody. Even Matt Damon has some struggles from time to time, which is nice. Here's traffic. Or, listen, if we're being honest, Big J, Matt Damon's nanny probably has some struggles from time to time. Maybe. I mean, he's rich. He's got people raising his kids, for sure. How about we step inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center, take a look at your ride into work. It's- Man, we're going to hell. Rotten hell, you worthless maggot. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Oak Hill, Illinois for today's We're Going to Hell story. Uh, Big J, why do you think people lie to the police when they get pulled over? Well, because they, they've done something illegal. Yeah. And they don't want to go to jail. That's that's probably, uh, if we were on Family Feud, that would be the number one answer. Uh, I mean, if you had to guess, though, how about what's the success rate of people lying to police officers to try to get out of doing something illegal after they're pulled over? High or low? Probably low. Probably low is right. And this is a story of a gentleman that tried real hard, like, to lie to a police officer, and it just didn't work out for him. Uh, around uh, 7.15 on Tuesday evening, the Peoria County Sheriff's Office was notified that a car had driven off the pavement into a field near an intersection in, uh, in Oak Hill, Illinois. Dispatcher warned deputies that the driver might be intoxicated, according to a sheriff's report. So when the deputy arrived, uh, they found a 20-year-old driver that had refused medical treatment four times. The department also said the driver who lives in Peoria, quote, smelled like alcohol and appeared to be intoxicated. And also, there was an empty Miller Lite beer can near the car, okay? So these are context clues, Big J, that we used to say back in school. So the deputy said, hey, listen, dude, why don't you step out of your car? It's clear that you don't want medical attention, but we got to figure out if you're going on. And the car, of course, reeked of, of weed, but the guy refused to step out of the car. And the driver started to babble incoherently. Yeah, and- I was like Big J in the morning. So the deputy said, hey, I don't know what you're talking, but that doesn't sound like English. And the guy, uh, according to the police report, the driver then asked the police officer for a lighter and said, I'm speaking 100% English, bro. I don't know what you're listening to, but this is 100% English. Then he started to swear at the officer. That's never good. Refused to apply, get cooperative with the deputy. So the deputy uh, forced the driver from the car, put him on handcuffs. The driver initially resisted the deputy, but then Big J just began to cry. He just began to cry. So then they're like, listen, something's going on here, man. We need you to take a breathalyzer test. We think maybe you were inebriated, which caused this particular accident. He refused to take a breathalyzer test, but then he failed his field sobriety test. So uh, he prompted the deputy to arrest him on the count of DUI. After that, the driver then said that he he admitted, listen, I, I, I may not have drank tonight, all right? But... 
I definitely probably took like four or five painkillers before I got behind the wheel. So I was pretty sleepy, and that's why I, I think I, I ran off the road. Uh, then the deputy found a soda can that had liquor inside of it. The driver vowed that he had not been drinking that. And he, and then it, the best excuse of the night. He said that the only reason that he smelled like alcohol because he was making out with his girlfriend and she was hammered. And so that's why his breath smells like alcohol because he was just full on mugging down with his lady friend that was super drunk. And then he told the deputies that he made love to his girlfriend because, quote, we make love. We're all adults here, bro. End quote. And then right after that, he did admit to drinking a bunch earlier in the evening. <laughs> so he came completely clean yeah. about everything. It just took officers a little while. I to mean, I'm so surprised he didn't start his confessions at age like eight, you know, <laughs> chunk style. Yeah. Listen, here's the deal. Once I stole my buddy's bike, it was bad. It was amazing how he started out so, you know, uh, completely obtuse to everything that was going on and then completely admitted everything. Uh, I do not know if he actually has a girlfriend, and I do not know if he was making out with his girlfriend. Uh, all I know is he was definitely drunk, and pro- I do believe he was probably taking pills, too. Mix those two together, Big J, what do you get? An arrest. Yep, and a car in a field somewhere. Don't do that, everybody. Uh, so he'll be facing two counts of DUI, two traffic violations, and uh, illegal possession of uh, prescription drugs as well, because they weren't even his. So that's quite the Tuesday, everybody. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Big J's got some cat talk happening next on the X-Rocks. Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way, here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, pet problems last night, huh? Yeah, man, uh, not not good. Uh, in uh, a couple uh, months ago, we had one of our cats... Um, freak out one of the kids because they uh, saw uh, blood in the urine. So next thing you know, I mean, this is like at uh, midnight, uh, went to the um, emergency uh, place for the for animals, uh, wherever that is, <clears throat> and um, went to an emergency hospital for cats, pretty much. And uh, nothing was really wrong with her, but they decided, the kids decided to get this uh, litter called Pretty Litter. And uh, it's really interesting because it is a special litter that, well, um, it, it changes color depending on certain, you know, problems that your cat might be having. And so yesterday, uh, one of the cats appeared to have blood in their urine. And, uh, you know, I mean, we are very attached to our pets. Uh, and, and I don't know if that's, I'm, I'm going to guess that's the same for most people in their, in their households. Um, and so it was pretty, uh, it was pretty intense there for a little bit there, there's some worry there so uh the uh, the kids took uh, a little chester copper pot to the uh to the to the hospital and uh, to get checked out and he's got a, a bladder stone and so uh you know it's something easily manageable but um you know at first i was like okay this cat litter this is this is the web md for cats <laughs> Um, and then, of course, I was, you know, hopefully, I was just trying to, to say that that and, and because I didn't want anything to be wrong with the cat, that's for sure. Um, and it wasn't cheap to, to get your cat uh, looked at. But it's one of those things where, you know, with the kids and stuff, I mean, there's a, you know, there, there, I don't know if there's a money limit there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those deals <clears throat> where, where regardless of what it is, you're going to have to just Yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, if I remember correctly, my mom paid like 1800 bucks to have one of her cats uh, in the Wayback Machine there. Uh, they had a. A broken leg 
to fix their leg. So, Jeez. I mean, it's it can get crazy out there, but they're part of the family. And so, the, yeah, the pretty litter uh, really worked effectively to, um, you know, show us that something was wrong. And now we have to make a change uh, because, you know, we have four cats, right? So uh, there's a, a buffet line of food, Nick, where they can usually go to get food, right? Well, we got to take that away now because because. Uh, uh, Chester needs to have a special diet uh, to to help him out for this thing. Plus, he's a little overweight as it is, and and it's just gonna it's gonna cause disruption because their cats aren't used to that. They're used to going and getting where the food or wherever they want. Now at, the buffet is closed. Have you thought about pet insurance? Yeah, yeah, but it's not uh, it's not cheap. We have uh, we have a you know a deal through our work for that, but you know it's about forty bucks a month. Uh, well, and that was just for looking up for our dog Corky. Okay. And I'm like, ooh, man, that's a lot. You know, that's a lot. But if something goes wrong, it's very expensive. It is very expensive. It's a real. Um, Listen, any kind of insurance is a gamble. You're basically gambling on your health anytime you do insurance. Yeah, and and so there are pre uh, pre existing issues and stuff with that with some insurance. Of course, our dog is a little bit older, as we talked about dog age yesterday. He's 752. My God. So. Um, yeah, it, it, it would be nice if you could have an umbrella policy. If I paid, you know, you could pay a certain amount per month for all the animals. Would be nice, but they don't have that. But uh, the good news is, cat's home and okay for the most part. Yeah, he'll be fine. All right, good. And now you're a believer in pretty litter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I mean, I don't know if we need to call the ambulance necessarily for to have come pick up the cat. Is that what happened? No, but if it was available, they would have. Like, there was immediate crying all day. Like, there was tears all day. And I'm like, he's still alive. Let's calm down a little bit. You're always the sensitive one. He's I'm not crying. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know, right? Listen, you want to see a deer in headlights? One of the kids crying. That's me. I can imagine. I can imagine. But the good news is the cat's okay. Uh, and the cat, is it in the cradle? Yeah, and uh, the silver spoon. Wonderful. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff. And we got to get you somebody in the money corner for the all cash $25,000 X double there. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sometimes wooing the opposite sex can be a mysterious process. Yeah. If that's the case for you, then listen up. There's a new study out there that confirms what many of us already knew. Uh, dudes are pretty shallow. For what? instance, men no. are way more attracted to looks than women. It's more important for a man to be with an attractive person in their eyes than it is for the woman. You understand? 27% more, as a matter of fact. And on the flip side to that, women way more attracted to social status and power than dudes. Oh, man. So, scientists found that men rated looks 27% more important than women did. Women rated social status and powers 27% more important than men did. That's why if you're a billionaire, there's a perfect match for you. Lots of them. I'm not sure that's a fair thing to say. I suppose that would be true no matter what your sex was. If you were a billionaire. Okay. Study authors say finding the findings did confirm their suspicion that men would show stronger preferences towards physical attraction than women would, and sure enough, we delivered right on cue. Uh, we are a, a, about as shallow as a kiddie pool, and that doesn't make anybody any happier than you would think, but that's just the way it is. Well, I mean, you know, you use the word shallow. I mean, that's the beginning part. I mean, once you get into the relationship and realize maybe there's not as much there, you move on, right? <laughs> to the next hot chick to see if... 
No, no, they, uh, I think you're. I think you're actually doubling down on my shallow uh, argument. But either way, that's what we're looking for. Apparently, um, as long as I guess in, in anonymous studies where we're being honest, which I guess is very scary, right? Right. So, at the end of the day, good luck if you're single and still looking. You're gonna need it. Just ask Randy; he'll tell you. Any chance he gets. Jimmy Johnson announced Wednesday that he will retire after the 2020 season. The 44-year-old driver's hanging it up. He's won seven cup titles. He's going for eight next year, and then that is it for him, at least as a regular driver. Miles Garrett on Wednesday was appealing the NFL's indefinite suspension of him for his actions in the confrontation with the Steelers quarterback last Thursday. Mason Rudolph said, quote, there's no acceptable excuse for what he for what uh, Miles Garrett did in the incident. The bottom line is I should have done a better job keeping my composure in that situation, he said, after Garrett took Rudolph down. Uh, Rudolph, of course, got upset with Garrett wrapping it up, tried to pull off his helmet, and then kicked him in the junk, and that is when Garrett got upset. So, that's the problem. Now, I I have a little bit of an issue of Mason Rudolph going, hey, I didn't do anything wrong in that situation, but, uh, you know, I also don't blame him. I mean, he's the only one that got brained with a helmet, you understand? Right. So... While nobody was perfect in that situation, it doesn't give Miles Garrett the okay to rip off a helmet and slam him in the head with it. Yeah, like I said, in that case, you know, there's some pushing and shoving, and that's fine. You get that. But, I mean, <laughs> ripping dude's helmet off, and then, you know, it's one thing to swing it, but then to hit him right. in the head, right. uh, it could have been catastrophic. Listen, it, it could have been so much worse. We're so lucky that Mason Rudolph has the, the skull of a caveman. Okay? Indeed. Indeed. Colts at Houston Texans. Hopefully no helmets can ripped off tonight on Thursday Night Football. You can watch that on Fox if you'd like. The uh, gentleman who played uh, on Game of Thrones finale recently revealed that there had may have been another ending to the finale that hit the HBO show. And it could be floating around. Christopher Heathcoo, who played Giant Spain in the Game of Thrones show, said that uh, Bran Stark was named, uh, you know, King of the Six Kingdoms, how it ended. But the official ending showed Jon Snow returning to the Night's Watch after he took care of business. But uh, it's one of those deals where they were talking about how Bran might have been the leader of the Night's Watch in the alternative ending. And they weren't sure who was named King after that. He said that they shot two endings. One of them where Jon Snow was returning to the Night's Watch and one where Bran was in charge of the Night's Watch. So he's like, I think there's a couple other endings out there that maybe just maybe don't jive with what they actually went with. So I guess we'll have to wait for the DVD release and there could be some additional endings to the show that maybe we thought and we could pick our favorite. Here's traffic. Although I'll say this, there's been a lot of alternate endings out there. Usually they're not nearly as good as the way that actually went. Yeah. Whether you're disappointed or not, it's another animal altogether, but usually it, there's not an alternate ending out there that completely satisfies you, no matter what you want. $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. Today and tomorrow, that's all that's left for somebody, uh, hopefully you guys, to win some cash in the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. We'd like somebody to do that right now, and so we welcome on Caller X. His name is Mike. Mike, good morning, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good, man. We're down to crunch time, which means we want everybody to win as much money as possible. That includes you, man. Hopefully this is good for $200. We just need you to pick a category from your questions to come from. Here's Big J with those choices. People that have hosted award shows and Dave Grohl questions. What's it going to be, sir? I'll go with Dave Grohl questions. All right, man. Good luck. All right, $50. Dave Grohl, 
From the Foo Fighters, also was the drummer of this iconic Smells Like Teen Spirit band. Nirvana. Right. That is good for $50. You can take that and walk away. We're totally cool with that. Or you could go for $100. Try to keep in mind the questions are going to get a little bit more difficult as we move on. I'll go for the 100 Okay. All right, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters is also the studio drummer for this Jack Black Kyle Gass comedy rock band playing on all four of their releases. Uh, tenacious D. Right. That is $100. The D. In your back pocket. You can take that and walk away, or you can go double or nothing for $200 with the most, I guess, difficult question of the bunch. What's it going to be? Uh, I'm going to go for it. All right, dude. Good luck, Mike. All right. Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters once had a side project called Probot, a death metal group that only released one album but featured King Diamond, Mac Cul- Max Calvera, and this bassist from Motorhead on some of the tracks. Lemmy. Yes! Yeah! That is right! Yeah! 200 bucks, Mike. That's how it goes. Good job, man. Your knowledge of Dave Grohl. Lemmy. Or Dave Grohl. But either way, congratulations, Mike. We're going to hook you up with that 200 bucks. Hang on one second. That's how it's supposed to go. 1230 today with Jason Drew, who gave away $200 himself, and Adam 430 today. Your next chance is to play this all-cash $25,000 double dare as we head to the finish line for this thing. We got some pop culture smackdown next in the (laughs) X-Rocks. Culture Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Ministry! Yeah! Industrial! Alternative metal? I don't know what even you right. want to categorize it as. It's awesome, and it's going to be happening at the Rev Center this Saturday. We'll get to some tickets to that. Also appearing Phil Anselmo and The Illegals, Nick. That will be uh, a lot of fun. You don't want to miss out on this show, so... Gonna beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. Get on the phones. 208 287 1003, the phone number to score tickets to this weekend's big show. Big J's got the questions. Let's see if somebody has the answers. Let's hit up the phones. Good morning, the X. Hello. Hello, sir. What's your name? Dan. All right, Dan. Good luck. Tom Hanks won his first Octor. Octor? Octor? Tom Hanks won his first Oscar for his role in what movie? Uh, Castaway? Oh, no. no Wrong. Castaway. Pre-Castaway. Thank you for trying, Dan. Appreciate it. Hello, the X. Good morning. Yes, sir. Here's Big J with your question. Tom Hanks won his first hey. Oscar for his role in what movie? Big. Wrong. Nominated, did not win, though. Hello, the X. Uh-oh. We're stumping him on the Tom Hanks questions. Good morning, the X. Hello? Hello? You there? Yeah. All right, here's Tom, the question. Tom Hanks won his first Oscar for his role in what movie? Big. No. Wrong. See, the first guy didn't give me a chance to give him options, and now I can't give options to anybody else. <laughs> Hello, the X. Hello. Hey. Tom Hanks the won answer, his... Oh. The answer is uh, Mr. Rogers. Wrong. <laughs> it's one of the options I was going to give. Funny. You mean the movie that's out today? <laughs> Man, you got a time machine? <laughs> Hello, the X. Hello. Hey. Tom Hanks won his first Oscar for his role in what movie? Forrest Gump. Wrong. Oh, man, no. Just before Forrest Gump. The year after, yeah. right? He went back to back. Back right? to back. Hello, the X. Hello? Hello? Yeah, good morning. Hmm. Good morning. Tom Hanks won his first Oscar for his role in what movie? Forrest Gump. Wrong. No! Here's a hint, everybody. It's a movie named after a city. All right? 
Maybe that'll help. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey. Tom Hanks won his first Oscar for his role in what movie? Philadelphia. Yeah, right. Thanks. Thanks for bailing us out there. That's correct. Uh, Nick, this Ghostbuster also happened to direct fellow Ghostbuster in the movie Groundhog's Day. Uh, Harold Ramis. That's right. Accurate. Adam West portrayed which superhero on television? Batman. Batman right. is correct. Name both collegiate programs Troy Aikman played football at. No. Uh, is it bad that I know this, Big J? No. Oklahoma and UCLA. Why would it be bad? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I know it. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, who will be hosting SNL in December, starred in several of the Marvel movies as this Avenger. Black Widow. Right. That's correct. Um, what is the name of the character Samuel Jackson plays in the movie Unbreakable? Got to know his name. His full name or just his character's name? Like yep. Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass? Nope. His name. You Oh, his given his, name? Yeah. He's got a name. Jesus. Um, it's really weird. It's like ubiquitous uh, Anderson or something like that. I don't U- know. Ubiquitous Anderson U- Glass. Ubiquitous Anderson Glass. They call me Mr. Glass. That's all I remember. Nope, that's not wrong. What is it? Elijah. Elijah. Eli- what, what was his Elijah last name? Elijah Glass. His last name was Glass. Yeah. Right. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because uh, he breaks like glass. Well, see? right. But that was. I don't know if that was his last given name. I thought that Mr. Glass was just his nickname. But Elijah is what we're looking for. Congratulations, man. You're going to go check out Ministry and uh, Phil Anselmo at the old Rev Center coming up this Saturday. Hang on tight. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. Here's traffic. We're talking Toys for Tots with Kathy Holland, courtesy of Albertsons, here Price. in a few minutes. Price was the last name. Ah, uh, so it wasn't Glass. It was Elijah Price? Yep. Got it. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, hold tight for that. But first, you got to step inside the Idaho Laundry Traffic Center with us one final time. Brought to you by Team Mazda Subaru. Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And let's hook some people up here with ministry tickets. Uh, those guys going to be in town on Saturday, November 23rd. That's uh, coming up this Saturday at the Rev Center with Phil and Soma and the Illegals. You just need to figure out bad impressions here. We'll hook you up with those tickets. 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works thusly. Big J has prepared three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those clues, either three or less, congratulations. You've got a cool rock show to go to on Saturday, which makes you in turn cooler. Good morning, the X. Uh, Hi. Good morning. What's your name, please? This is All right, good luck to you, sir. I won an Oscar for leading role in Monsters Ball. Uh, what was that? I won an Oscar for leading role in Monsters Ball. Um, next. I spent a lot of my younger years playing Storm in the X Men movies. Uh, Halle Berry? Um, Berry? <laughs> uh, the crew is right. That is absolutely correct. It is Halle Berry. Hang on one second. We'll get you those ministry tickets. What was clue three for giggles? I recently starred opposite of Keanu Reeves as Sophia in John Wick 3. Whoa. And why is Whoa. Halle Berry in the news? Uh, she's a tough lady, Nick. Uh, she uh, recently on uh, Instagram showed everybody that she now has abs. Which is cool. She got those for uh, the movie called Bruised, which she will be playing a troubled MMA fighter. Uh, she recently, though, took an injury during filming, but uh, wanted to thank all the fans for uh, their concern. But uh, she's right back at it. 
does all her own stunts. Are you telling me that she got bruised during the filming of Bruised? Uh, no word on what exactly the injury was. A producer said that she was just tired. She did not like that. That's what? effed up. What's yeah, his problem? Yeah, yeah, she's also directing the movie. So, uh, oh, all right. He might not. That they might not be a producer for very long. I'm guessing he won't make the credits. Yeah, she's just tired. What a jerk. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she wanted to thank all the f- folks that had showed her love since my injury. It's par for the course when you do your own stunts, and I wouldn't have any other way. Just know I'm far from tired. I'm wide awake. I'm just getting started. Oh, uh, did you show her support during her injury? Uh, yeah, that's sure, absolutely. Did you like any of her Instagram posts? I watched Jay? Swordfish. <laughs> Gross. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's nice try, pal. your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That is Green Day, father of all mother bleepers here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's how we're going to wrap up this Thursday show here on the 21st day of the month. We appreciate you tuning in on this Thursday. Gave away 200 bucks this morning on the second to last day for the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. That is how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Gentleman's knowledge about Dave Grohl earned him 200 American dollars. Your next chance to play 1230, 4:30 today with both Jason, Drew, and Adam, so make sure you tune in and have fun with that. We're happy that Big J's cat's doing okay after some uh, tough times yesterday, but everything's going to be alright. Yeah, thanks to uh, a couple folks that uh, sent in text messages and talked to about, um, you know, how to shut down the food buffet at home. Would you like cats. to do a quick uh, impromptu endorsement for Pretty Litter? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, listen, it, it could save uh, a cat's life. I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, I don't I don't think uh, little uh, Chester Copperpot's life was in jeopardy from his bladder stone, but uh, certainly going to get it looked at and uh, making sure that, you know, it's nothing that's going to be super serious. He's got to take some medication, hopefully pass that boy. Uh, some special food, and uh, we wouldn't know any of that without it. So, endorsed. And you could find it where? I don't know. PrettyLitter.com? <laughs> Look it up in your browser, people. <laughs> you bunch of lazy slubs. Big J can't do all the work for you. God. He will be out and about, however, this weekend at the Caldwell Event Center from 12 to noon. Excuse me, from noon to 2 at, with Team Mazda Subaru. Their big indoor used car sale is happening at the Caldwell Event Center out there at the Connor Fieldhouse in Caldwell. It'll be a good opportunity for you to trade in your car for a better one and a more affordable one. So make sure you join Big J out in Caldwell yeah, this weekend. We'll talk cars and cats. For sure. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by Taco Time. Don't-